So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So who is Seneca? Um, inside the mind of the world's most interesting stoic. Very interesting indeed, and also one of my favorite quotes and uh, one of my favorite things are actually coming from Seneca. I'm not gonna lie, there's a lot of really great things that he was putting out into the world that I really appreciate. And I think, and I'm very excited actually for this article, you know, because I do really want to see what he was really doing, because I don't know that much about that. Um, a little bit, you know, a little tiny bit. Um, but yeah, I'm still very, very uh, interested in it. And yeah, with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the self Development with Tactics podcast, uh, which is something that I often forget about, by the way. Uh, my name is Christopher Woke, and I'm your host. And I'm going to go through this article and just also add some shit if I can add some shit. So who is Seneca? Question mark Inside the mind of the world's most interesting stoic, which is a dailystoic.com article. The link is going to be down in the description and also in the show notes. If you want to check it out, please check it out because I might just be way too slow or my reading might just be off today. I don't know, just it really depends. But I hope that it is fine and I hope that I'm going to be able to just create an just interesting episode. This is part of our three-part series on the three most important Stoic philosophers, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca and also Epictetus. Here you will find a short introduction to Seneca, suggested readings, three exercises and lessons from him, as well as a selection of quotes. You can also read our introduction to Stoicism if you are not familiar with the philosophy. Introduction. Author Nassim Taleb, which is an amazing writer, I do uh, heavily appreciate his work, likes to tell the story of tales of Miletus, an ancient Greek philosopher who, as Nassim jokes was, uh, tired of his buddies joking that those who can do, others uh, philosophize. And apparently, tales or Thales, whatever, uh, took that to heart. After some smart moves, he made a vast sum of money which allowed him to confirm that his pursuit of philosophy was genuine. To show that it wasn't a case of him denouncing wealth as sour grapes out of inability to succeed. And Seneca was another philosopher for whom the issue of wealth and riches took central stage. How can a so-called stoic philosopher at one point be one of the richest people in the Roman Empire? This paradox alone makes Seneca one of the most fascinating figures from Ant antiquity and worthy of our study. But as we'll explore below, this is only one of the many thought-provoking aspects of his life. He was born in southern Spain over 2000 years ago and educated in Rome. He was the son of Seneca the Elder, a well-known Roman writer as well as, a, as well as later in his life uncle to the poet Lucian or Lucan. However, Seneca pursued a career in politics and became a high-ranking financial clerk. During this period, he also wrote tragedies as well as his as well as his consolation to Marcia, Ormaca, Marcia, which is part of the his works on consolation. Yeah. <laughs> his life took a sharp turn in 41 AD. Uh, once Claudius became the emperor as he exiled Seneca to the island of Corsica on the premise of supposed adultery with Julia Levila, the emperor's niece and Caligula's sister. During his exile, he wrote a letter to his mother, consoling her during his exile. Eight years later, in another twist, Agri Agrippina, mother of future emperor Nero and wife of Claudius, secured permission for Seneca to turn 
uh, to return and for him to become her son's tutor and also advisor. Nero later became one of the most notorious and tyrannical emperors in the history of the Roman Empire, raising even more questions about Seneca's character. Not surprisingly, Seneca's wealth came largely while in service to Nero. It is fitting to mention at this point that Seneca's death in 65 AD came by the orders of Nero himself, who thought Seneca was part of a plot against him, which purpose was to assassinate Nero and replace him with Gaius Piso. Throughout all those turbulent periods, Stoicism remained a constant in his life. Seneca's exposure to the philosophy came from Attilus, a Stoic philosopher who was Seneca's early teacher. Seneca's, Seneca was also an admirer of Cato, whose name appears, or appears regularly in his writing. Nonetheless, Seneca didn't confine himself only to Stoicism. He borrowed uh, liberally from other schools, as we see him citing Epicurus, Epicurus in several instances. After his death, Seneca was an influence on notable figures such as Erasmus, Francis Bacon, Pascal, or Pascal, whatever, Montaigne, down to modern days as we are seeing a reviewed interest in, uh, revived, I'm sorry, interest in him. Two notable examples amidst, amidst uh, many include best-selling author and former trader Nassim Taleb. I didn't know that he was a former trader. Uh, who has dedicated an entire chapter to Seneca in his last book, as well as writer and entrepreneur Tim Ferriss, who published an audiobook of Seneca and has often referred to Seneca on his popular blog. And the strong interest in him is, of course, not surprising. Seneca not only wrote an on philosophy, but used it in a way it's meant to be used, to handle and navigate through the upsides and downsides of fortune, and those he knew extremely well, varying, or varying from massive wealth to exile to handling with dignity, the suicide order from his own pupil, Nero. Which I guess is pretty tough, isn't it? There are lessons in that for all of us, no matter what we are currently facing. Before we do so, the question remains, how does one make sense of such a life? The philosopher who was beyond wealthy, a tutor to one of the most terrible emperors in the history of the Roman Empire, yet his moral writings would urge us to be better people. In an article in the New York, in the New York I'm sorry, Elizabeth Colbert writes that while some like the critic Robert Hutches, have labeled Seneca as a hypocrite, almost without equal in the Asian world, more recent scholars offer a more nuanced view. It is possible, she writes, in their view, to see Seneca as a hypocrite or hypocrite and as a force of moral restraint. It is important to note here that Seneca was self-aware to understand this, as he wrote, I am not a wise man and I never will be. He understood well enough that he was imperfect and was forced to walk incredibly difficult paths. His life was one of riches, power, ambition, politics, but also one to the best of his extent of philosophy, introspection and self-awareness. Notable works and suggested reading. One thing that stands out from Seneca is that he is one of the most enjoyable and readable of all Asian philosophers. Part of it was due to the fact that he's most notable works came in the form of letters. You have two, we have two main recommendations for you to grab. On the shortness of life, this collection of three short letters might be the best introduction to Seneca. The main one on the shortness of life is a stringed reminder about the non-renewability of our most important resource, which is time. One of his most famous quotes comes from this writing and is worth reflecting upon. We are not giving a short life, but, and this is a quote, by the way, we're not given a short life, but we make it short and we are not 
ill-supplied but wasteful of it. The next is letters from a stoic. From the looks of it, Seneca was trusted or a trusted friend who gave great advice to his friends. Now we can read those letters and they can guide us through problems with grief, wealth, anger, poverty, success, failure, education and so many other things. If you prefer audiobooks, you should instead listen to the collection The Tao of Seneca recently produced by Tim Ferriss, which I guess is an amazing thing. If you're still curious, we would recommend taking a look at Seneca's plays Dying Every Day, a great biography on Seneca as well as a grappling anti-fragile mentioned as scrapping as well as grappling what as well as grappling anti-fragile mentioned above, which has a fascinating chapter dedicated to him. Those with uh, scholarly inclinations might find the academic paper Seneca on trial worthy if they wish to go more in depth. Pretty amazing. Now, three exercises and lessons from Seneca. I do, by the way, think that I'm going to be able to go through the whole one today. So, uh, amazing. And also, the reading is quite well today. I gotta have to admit that. Find an anchor. Seneca in his letters to Lucilius urges him to choose a role model to provide a standard to life or live by. This is, of course, a, this is, of course, idea that is not unique to Stoicism, but any means by Seneca, uh, so... Sufficiently, secondly, what succinctly puts uh, why it is a necessary step in our pursuit of the good life. The person of our choosing can or choosing can provide us with principles that can help us navigate even the most difficult and treacherous. I think it's actually treacherous, isn't it? Treacherous circumstances, as well as standards against which we can judge our behavior on a day-to-day basis, as Seneca wrote. So choose yourself a Cato, or if Cato seems too severe for you, uh, Laelius, a man whose character is not quite so strict. Choose someone whose way of life is well as words and whose very face as mirroring the character that lies behind it have won your approval. Be always pointing him out to yourself either as your guardian or as your model. There is a need, in my view, for someone as a standard against which our characters can measure themselves without a rule to do it against you won't make crooked straight. The second exercise is never be a slave of your wealth. Let's return to the paradox about philosophy and riches. A way to think about Seneca's wealth as discussed by Nassim Taleb is the following. Seneca not only wanted the upsides of wealth but also always ready but was always ready to use it and never depend on it. He was a master of it and not its slave of the upside, none of the downside. We need to constantly re-examine if we are so trapped by the gifts of good fortune that we are sacred or scared to lose and therefore turning it into our master. As Seneca wrote in One Happy Life, on the Happy Life, I'm sorry, discussing his riches, for the wise man does not consider himself unworthy of any gift from fortune's hand. He does not love wealth, but he would rather have it. He does not admit into his heart, but into his home. And what wealth is, it, what wealth is, his he doesn't reject, but keeps wishing it to supply greater scope for him to practice his virtue. Which I just means, uh, okay, if you're wealthy, if, if you have it, appreciate it, amor fati, you know, appreciate your situation, but don't be its slave. Uh, try to use it to just make your life even better. Period. As he summed up his attitude of being a master and not a slave of good fortune, and this is a quote once again, for the wise man regards wealth as a slave, the fool as a master. The third and uh, last one is fight your ego. Seneca understood 
well how our ego can impede us from learning and progress. In today's culture or inflating everyone's self-esteem, we get used to only hearing praise. Little by little, we start buying it more and more. To paraphrase what a journalist wrote about tyrannical or tyrannical, I don't know, leaders, when you keep hearing that you are a superman, you start to believe it. Seneca warned Lucilius against such indulgence. And this is a quote. The chief obstacle is that we are quick to be satisfied with ourselves. If we find someone to call us good man, cautious and principled, we acknowledge him. We are not content with a moderate eulogy, but accept as our due whatever flattery has shamelessly ha heaped upon us. We agreed with those who call us best and wisest, although we know they often utter many falsehoods. We indulge ourselves so greatly that we want to be praised for a fortune which is the opposite of our behavior. A man hears himself called most merciful while he is inflicting torture. So it follows that we don't want to, uh, want to change because we believe we are already excellent. Which we are not. And this is very important. I wanna... I actually would like to highlight... I'm gonna highlight the whole thing because I think it's amazing. I don't still know if I'm just allowed to do that. I actually don't think so. But anyway... Seneca quotes, Think your way through difficulties. Harsh conditions can be softened. Restricted ones, uh, restricted ones can be widened and heavy ones can weigh less on those who know how to bear them. Let all your activity be directed to some object. Let it have some end in view. Which, by the way, I think is an amazingly point. Having a goal. Having a goal, having a goal in life and having a purpose in life and just knowing why you're doing things. Why am I recording? Yeah, because I want to just create cool content and I want to share some things that are hopefully going to help somebody. And I also actually like to talk and I also like to talk in English, which has also been a great and important fact for me. And yeah, why am I just designing something? Because I want to get better at it. Why am I uh, just working out because I like to look buffed and I want to be healthy. Why? I think it makes sense. I think it is a great thing. And this is also why I just love Seneca, because he is often pointing out things that I don't necessarily think about. And actually, by the way, think about just having a tattoo of just one of his things somewhere on my body. I don't know where. Um, you know, the wrist is a very common one, but I think about it in between my fingers, to be honest. Uh, even though a buddy of mine yesterday told me that uh, it is very likely that you rub it off and you wash it off if it is just in between your fingers. But I don't know. Could also depend on uh, just you, obviously, and also the guy that is uh, doing the tattoo or the woman. Uh, because, yeah, important for me. Often a very old man has not other proof of his life than his age. We say that nothing happens to the wise man against his expectation. Believe me, it is better to understand the balance sheet of one's own life than of the corn trade. <laughs> we are not given a short life, but we make it short. We are not ill-supplied, but wasteful of it. P.S. For more quotes from Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius and Epictetus, visit our page on Stoicism quotes. Can I have a look at them? Uh, interviews, profiles, wisdom, blah, 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 the best quotes from the stories, even though I think that I've already went through them, but I would actually like to have more. I would like to have more. What if I click on Seneca there? What is going to happen? Well, yeah, you know, it just made sense. Um, but I am going to Seneca 
quotes. You know, I do have to admit that some of them are quite difficult to understand, at least for me as a non-native. Might also be an excuse for just not being smart enough or some shit, I don't know. Um, Lucinius uh, Aneosus Seneca, which is indeed his name, yeah. Sometimes even to live is an act of courage. I still don't understand it, to be honest. I still really don't understand it. I still don't understand what he's willing to tell me with that. Health is the soul that animates all the enjoyments of life. By the way, I think I could... Well, you know what? I'm going to try that. Sometimes I'm going to see whether I can find some sort of explanation for that. Um, read more as well. No, thanks. Quote by... Sometimes even... Uh, there's actually a Reddit article or post to live is to fight vivere militare uh, militare est which is latin that is from a stoic his first name is lucilius that's pretty cool lucius 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 yeah i think it's lucius i found that just survive is a noble fight billy joel ah i understand i get it now sometimes even to live is an act of courage just it kind of just really goes in the direction of loving the process and also just also amor fati once again like just love how things are and try to accept it and try to love it health is the soul that animates all the enjoyments of life which fade and are tasteless without it consider when you are engaged at anyone what you would probably think if he would die during the dispute all art is but imagination imitation of nature Quite, yeah. What difference does it make how much you have? What you do not have amounts to much more. What difference does it make how much you have? What you do not have amounts to much more. I know if you think about it, of course, I know there's just a tremendous amount of things that you probably don't have. And if you constantly think about it, it's not going to make you very happy. While we are postponing, life speeds by. Indeed. The day which we fear as our last is but the birthday of eternity. Our care should not be to to have lived long as to have lived enough. A man's as miserable as he thinks he is. And the last one, I'm going to scroll down. I'm going to take the very last one. We should give as we would receive, cheerfully, quickly, and without hesitation. For there is no grace in a benefit that sticks to the fingers. For there is no grace in a benefit that sticks to the fingers. Yeah, because it's not benefiting anyone if it sticks to your fingers. Amazing things, just really amazing things. But yeah, I wish you the best health of happiness and all success and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being remembered as a good person and um, and also being remembered. I, do I always say the same thing? And being remembered as a good person. Well, anyway, being remembered as a good person is a good thing. Three other questions that I'm having for you are why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Um, yeah, one other question that I'm having for you is what could you essentially say to another person that is really indeed going to change their life? Uh, because I totally believe that we all can do that, you know, in one or the other way. So please think about it. Please keep that in mind. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll see you soon. Please stay healthy and, and safe and also your family. I deeply hope that from my bottom of my heart. Uh, please, please really stay safe. Please, please uh, keep that in mind. Please uh, take care.